0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: All right, waltzing right back into your lives. It is the future award winning Talk About Flow podcast, part of the Blue Wire Network. I am your host, Patrick Moran. You can find me on Twitter at Pat Moran Tweets. Thank you very, very much as always for locking in today on this Wednesday, a bonus episode of about Buffalo Podcast. So this is going to be part two in what will be an 11-part series that I'm running randomly throughout the next handful of weeks, Um, more specifically before the start of a Buffalo Bills training camp in late July, counting down the top 10 Buffalo Bills of all time at specific positions. Monday, we kicked it off with the quarterbacks. And today I'm going to be running down the top 10 running backs in Buffalo Bills history of all time. And uh, like I said, Monday, these won't be particularly long episodes. I'm laser focused on making these as short and to the point as possible. Uh, episodes that are easily consumable for everybody who's listening. Uh, I also want to reiterate to everyone, if you listen to Monday's episode, if not, make sure you go back and check that out with the quarterbacks. But I said it on Monday, I'll say it again. Uh, these top 10 lists that you're hearing over the next couple of weeks, they come solely from the mind of me, me, myself, and I, my own player evaluations. I did not confer or talk to or ask other media members for their opinion. I didn't put any polls on Twitter asking fans. These are, these lists, I should say, they're my opinions. My opinions alone, my evaluations. And I took into account a handful of factors. These factors range from their personal achievement with the bills to longevity, to productivity. And I also factored, at least to some extent, team success. And, uh, Yeah, these are all for the members, or by the I should say, these are all for when these players specifically were members of the Buffalo Bills, what they did before they came to Buffalo, what they did after they played in Buffalo, that means nothing for the purpose of this exercise. And obviously this is an extremely subjective exercise or power rankings or whatever you want to call them. And I know that your opinions in many cases are going to be different than mine. And like I said on Monday, that's the fun of it, folks. Watching sports is fun. You're supposed to be talking about sports is fun. Debating sports is fun. Water cooler talk is fun. I welcome all your opinions, all your reactions, whether you love them, whether you hate them, whether you're lukewarm to them. Tweet them at me, at Pam Tweets. Uh, you can hit up the Talking Buffalo Podcast Facebook page, uh, the Talking Buffalo Podcast YouTube channel. You can email Podcast at gmail.com. Maybe when this is all over, I'll do an episode where I feature some of your uh, strongest reactions to episodes in various positions. And at the end of this Running Backs episode, I'm gonna lay out what the rest of the podcast schedule is gonna be for these. So with that in mind, let's just jump in right now. And today, here is the list of my top 10 running backs in Buffalo Bills franchise history. And before we even get into it, I don't know that these are gonna be controversial or not. I really don't think the quarterback list was very controversial at all. I'm sure there's a couple players that maybe some think should have been ranked a couple higher or a couple lower, but I don't think there was anything like, you know, jaw dropping. Not sure if there will be here. I'm sure there will be some opinions about the top. I didn't think there was much uh, debate with number one when it came to the quarterbacks. I had Jim Kelly just because Josh Allen's not quite there yet in terms of the duration of his career. But anyway, this is the running backs, we're gonna start with number 10, Greg Bell. Greg Bell played with the Buffalo Bills for three years, 1984 through 1986, and then in 1987 he was traded to the Rams, part of that blockbuster Cornelius Bennett deal. As a rookie in 1984, Greg Bell ran for 1,000, or 1,100 yards, I'm sorry, and seven touchdowns. That season, he made the all-rookie team, and he made the Pro Bowl. Uh, he had an 85 yard touchdown run against Dallas. That was the longest in the NFL that year. And if you're old enough to remember this folks, that game, that Dallas game, that Greg Bell 85 yard touchdown run, the Bills beat Dallas that week. The Bills only won two games that entire season. They were two and 14 in 1984. In fact, they went two and 14 again in 1985, but they beat Dallas that year. And I remember that Greg Bell run, that was awesome. I think it was week two, rookie season. But anyway, yeah, a phenomenal rookie year for Greg Bell. 1100 yards, seven touchdowns. He made the All NFL rookie team, and he made the Pro Bowl. All this as a rookie. Then in year two, the production slowed down a little bit. 883 yards in his second year with the Bills. Year three, got hurt. Only had 377 yards in like five plus games. He uh, was a first round pick back in 1984, 26 overall by the Buffalo Bills. A good pick. Again, a good running back on a very, very, very bad uh, set of Buffalo Bills football teams. I got Greg Bell at number 10. Number nine, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch, three plus years with the Bills, 2007 to 2010, a first round pick back in 2007. Uh, Marshawn ran for 1,115 yards as a rookie. He ran for 1,036 yards in his second year. So back-to-back 1,000 yard rushing seasons for Marshawn in his first two seasons with the Bills. And then by year three, which to this day, a lot of people still will never understand or get, and I count me as among them, 450 yards rushing in year three. And he kind of became a role player. I mean, his his role certainly got diminished in that third year. The Bills had a three-headed running back attack. Marshawn Lynch, Fred Jackson, and C.J. Spiller, a guy that the organization was very high on. Obviously, fans were very high on as well. A first-round pick, one that quite frankly just didn't seem to make a lot of sense when you had Marshawn Lynch. But anyway, dating back to uh, that rookie year, 2007, he made the all-rookie team. And then in his second year, he made the Pro Bowl for the Bills in year two. He's not higher, and I said this at the beginning of the episode. People are going to be like, well, I only got Marshawn Lynch tonight. Are you crazy? You guys probably give me a Hall of Fame. Well, you're right, but here's the deal. He's not higher on my list because his best seasons unquestionably came with Seattle. Now, there's not eight running backs ahead of him on this list, who I think are better football players than Marshawn Lynch, that's for sure. But again, this is a list of Buffalo Bills all-time greats, all-time greats, with the Buffalo Bills, not with other teams. Marshawn Lynch's best season was his rookie season. And that rushing total, 1,115 yards as a rookie, to this day, that only ranks 20th in team history. So his his rookie season was barely a top 20 rushing season in franchise history. Again, one of the better running backs in terms of talent this franchise has ever had. He'd probably easily be top five. Not easily, in fact, he would be top five for sure. He's only number nine on this list because of what he did in Buffalo, not because of what he went on to do with Seattle, which I'll say one last thing on Marshawn Lynch too, not his fault. This was an organizational failure to not use him better, to draft other running backs, to not take better advantage of him, to not do what it takes to make him happier in Buffalo. And he liked Buffalo too. He loved his time there. So that's an organizational failure to me. That's why Marshawn Lynch is only number nine. Speaking of organizational failures, number eight, Willis McGahee. Three years with the Bills, 2004 to 2006. And by the way, if you're sensing a theme here through these first three selections, none of these guys played four full seasons with the Bills. And that includes Willis here at number eight. Three years with the Bills, 2004 to 2006. Very productive. Not a lot of people remember this because a lot of people like to hate Willis McGahey because he very... uh he infamously suggested that there wasn't shit to do in Buffalo. You know, that Buffalo was a boring town. And that, and for good reason, turned a lot of fans against him. But anyway, on the field, he was, he gave uh, he is a perfect example of what you call somebody who was solid, if not spectacular. That's what Willis McGahee was as a Buffalo Bill. 1,128 rushing yards as a rookie, 1,247 yards in his second season, and then in year three, he had 990 rushing yards. He fell just short of 1,000 yards. Um, so yeah, he's within 10 yards of running for at least 1,000 yards in all three of his Buffalo Bills seasons. Uh, despite playing in just three years with the Bills, Willis McGahee still to this day ranks eighth all-time in rushing, 3,365 yards. He also found find his way to the end zone quite frequently. 24 touchdowns in three seasons, including uh, 13 rushing touchdowns in 2004, which was good for fourth in the NFL. Now on the downside, this was an era where pretty gaudy rushing totals were common. Um, McGahey's only finished in the top 10 in the league in rushing once, and that was in 2005. And throughout his three years with the team, he averaged under four yards per carry, 3.9 yards per carry to be exact. Like I said, steady, but not spectacular. And I'll tell you, as I'm going over these numbers, I almost feel like maybe I got Willis a a tad bit too low here at number eight. Of course, he ended up traded to the Baltimore Ravens. And like I said, his comments, they just never left a good taste in Bill's fans' mouth. And now when you look back years and years later, a lot of these guys are beloved, including like somebody like Marshawn Lynch, Definitely can't say the same for uh, Willis McGee. All right, moving on here. Number seven, Fred Jackson. Fred Jackson, eight years with the Buffalo Bills. 2007 to 2014. Of course, Fred Jackson to this very day is one of the most popular players in Bills franchise history. I do admit, you know, I think, and this is my own personal opinion. And again, you are welcome to disagree. I think at least to some extent anyway, I think Fred Jackson's popularity was better than uh, the player himself. But that said, he was still a pretty damn good football player, right? Fred Jackson ran for at least 890 yards four times for the Bills, including a career best 1062 rushing yards back in 2009. Of course, Fred Jackson was known and for good reason as a good pass-catching running back, during his time with the Bills, he had 322 catching or 322 catches for 2,640 yards, 4.4 yards per carry for the Bills, which is pretty good, man. Including a 5.5 yards per carry average in 2011, which was actually second in the entire NFL that year. For his Bills career, Fred Jackson is third all-time in team rushing yards, 5,646. He's second all time in yards per carry with 4.4 yards per carry for all eligible running backs. And here's a stat that a lot of people probably don't know. At this time, Fred Jackson is fourth all time in team receptions, 322, which is second among the Bills running backs. So two of the top four all time Buffalo Bills reception leaders are actually running backs. Of course, another one to come later in this countdown. You hear those numbers, you take into account his longevity, his his, uh, popularity with the team. And again, I still think it was a little bit more popular than the player itself. But again, man, I mean, these are really respectable numbers. Respectable numbers. Third all time in rushing, fourth all time in team receptions. Good football player, 4.4 yards per carry for his career. Roy Jackson was a good football player, don't hate on him. All right, one more here, and then we're gonna get to the break. We're at number six. I'm going LeSean McCoy. LeSean McCoy spent four years with the Bills, 2015 to 2018. Of course, he came to the Bills via trade with Philly, Kiko Alonso, and the Bills gave him big money. I think it was like around 40 million over five years. I don't have numbers in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it was close to that anyway. So big money right away. That's what made him excited about being in Buffalo. And he was a, he was a really good football player for the Bills. Again, though, his best years were with Philly. But with Buffalo, 895 yards, 12 games his first season here. And then in year two, he really was productive. 1,267 rushing yards in his second year. And then in 2017, 1,138 yards. And then in his final season with the Bills, he kind of had a reduced roll. 514 yards in his fourth and final year with the team. Eventually he was gone after that. Um, In total, he ran for 3,814 yards, which is good for sixth in team history. And he also caught 175 passes with the Bills, 21st all time for another 1,334 yards. Again, his best days might've been behind him when he got here, but he showed he still had plenty left in the tank. He made the Pro Bowl his first three years here. And you can say what you will about the Pro Bowl but he made it three times his first three years here. He was in the top six in the NFL in rushing yards in both 2016 and 2017. So he's one of the most productive running backs in the entire NFL those two years. And uh, he was also fourth in the NFL in rushing touchdowns with 13 in 2016. Now, again, his best years were with Philly. If you were talking about the player, just like with Marshawn Lynch, Sean McCoy undoubtedly would be ranked at least a little bit higher on this list. When we're talking Bills, I got him sixth. And again, a very, very good player with the Buffalo Bills. Um, Also, one of my favorite players too. He was a a fun guy to watch. I like LaShawn McCoy, despite him spoiling an MCU movie on Twitter. That aside, I really liked um, Marshawn a lot. Or um, uh, I'm sorry, LaShawn McCoy a lot. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break here. We're gonna come back with the top five. I wanna recap real quick the first five. Number 10, we had Greg Bell, 9, Marshawn Lynch, 8, Willis McGehee, 7, Fred Jackson, 6, LaShawn McCoy. Countdown continues right after this break.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: Are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.
1: All right, we're back Talking Buffalo Podcast. Today we are focused on the top 10 running backs in Buffalo Bills history. We did the first six. We're at number five. We're going to continue with Travis Henry. Travis Henry, Buffalo Bill for four years, 2001 to 2004. Travis Henry is the holder of two of the most productive seasons in Bill's franchise history, 2002 and 2003, his second and third year in the NFL. Um, Back in 2002, he ran for 1,438 yards and... Found the end zone 13 times. Um, the 14-38, that's good for fifth all time in season history, or I'm sorry, fifth all time in single season Buffalo Bills history. Um, he was fifth in the entire NFL in rushing that year, which God, if he was only fifth with 1,438 yards, that must've been one hell of a year for running backs. But anyway, he earned a Pro Bowl that year. Uh, his 14 total touchdowns were seventh in the NFL. And he was every bit as good in his third year as well. 1,356 yards rushing, 10 touchdowns in 2003. Uh, The 1,356 rushing yards are seventh in single season Bill's history. And he was 10th in the NFL in rushing that year. Which, God, I mean, there were nine running backs that year who had more than 1,356 yards rushing. Wow. Anyway, despite how good he was years two and three, Tom Donahoe, uh, to me anyway, given the Bills' production in, with Travis Henry and needs at other positions, inexplicably, inexplicably drafted out Willis McGahee. And after, not surprisingly, Henry's production dipped in 2004, he was frustrated, wanted out, and ultimately got traded to Tennessee for a third round pick. He had vowed at that time he was never going to play for the Bills again. So Donahoe trader. him. Uh, As things stand right now, Henry is fifth all time in in rushing history, 3,849 yards and seventh in rushing touchdowns. I, I, you know, I would call this one of the Bill's big blunders in history that kind of go under the radar a little bit, get rid of them. But Henry got into a substance abuse trouble not long after joining Tennessee. So, uh, you know, who knows? Anyway, real quick, before we move on to this countdown, I wanna let you know, I'm recording this raw. I'm not doing any editing at all. So if I mispronounce a word, if I make a mistake, I'm just gonna keep going. I'm letting you know that right now. I'm not gonna go back. I'm not gonna splice it up and edit it. So anyway, this uh, these episodes are raw, uh, potentially with a little bit of words. Anyway, keep it going here. Number four, Joe Cribbs. Joe Cribs spent five years with the Buffalo Bills, 1980 to 1985. Uh, Joe Cribbs is one of the best Bills players on those early to mid 80 teams that they're mostly lousy, maybe mediocre. We'll call them anyway. Uh, Joe ran for 1185 yards his rookie year and he uh, totaled a thousand yards three times. And by the way, he was a really fun, exciting player. And I remember again, being a very, very young kid, um, just fans being super, super excited about Joe Cribbs for good reason too. Um, he was sixth in the NFL in rushing yards, both in 1980 and 1982. Uh, he was fourth in the NFL with 4.7 yards per carry. Joe Cribs is a three-time Pro Bowler. He made the Pro Bowl in 1980, 1981, and 1983. So in three of his five years with the Bills, ended up in the Pro Bowl. Uh, long story short, Joe Cribbs' Bills career was cut short because Ralph Wilson didn't want to pay him. Joe Cribbs sat out the entire 1984 season over money. Uh, he came back in 1985, ran for 590 yards and 10 starts, and eventually was traded to San Francisco after that. Um, you know, at that time too, and it was understandable at that point because the bills were set, it seemed anyway, with Greg Bell and uh, and a very young Ronnie Harmon then. Even so, to this day, Joe Cribbs ranks fourth all-time in rushing yards, 4,445 And like I said, it could have been a lot more. One of the more exciting running backs that this franchise has seen and one of the more exciting running backs in the whole NFL during that era of the early 80s. Joe Cribs at number four. All right, we're down to the last three here. Number three, Cookie Gilchrist. Now, Cookie spent just three years with the Buffalo Bills, 1962 to 1964. Uh, Cookie was the best running back in the AFL, you know what? Cookie Gilchrist might have been the best player in the entire AFL, regardless of position, during his time with the Bills. Um, he led the NFL in rushing, I should say the AFL, in rushing 1,900 or um, 1,096 yards in 1962. And then he also led the league in rushing with 981 in 1964, of course, the year the Bills won their first AFL championship. Um, his in between that, his second year, 1963, 979 yards. That was only good for third in the league. So his three years with the Bills, he was first in the league in rushing, third in the league in rushing, and first in the league in rushing. And he also led the league in rushing touchdowns all three years in Buffalo, including 13 in 1962 and 12 in 1963. His five touchdown. 243-yard performance against the Jets in 1963 was one of the best, not just in franchise history, but one of the more dominating rushing attacks in the history of pro football. Uh, This man was an AFL player of the year in 1962, so he was the league player of the year in 1962. Of course, he was a pro bowler all three years. He was a first team all pro in 1962 and 1964. This is going to sound pretty familiar, Denny, isn't it? He wanted more money. Ralph wasn't going to give it to him. So he was released after the 1964 season when he wouldn't accept a 30000 per year salary. Now this feud, it's not like Cookie moved on and all was quickly forgiven when he was done playing. This feud between Ralph and the Bills and, and Cookie lasted for many years. It wasn't until 2011 when the sides eventually made up. Cookie Gilchrist, course, Buffalo Bills, Wall of Famer, number three on this list. And I'll tell you, there's many, many other teams around the NFL where he would have been ranked in the top one or two, but he's not here. So we're going to move on to our final two. This one, unlike the quarterback, I think there's room for debate. Maybe a lot of debate, depending on how you feel about the, the second person here. But number two, for me anyway, Thurman Thomas. Thurman spent 12 years with the Bills, 1988 to 1999 before spending his final season with Miami. And like I said with Cookie, being in the top two or maybe even one on some teams, there ain't many teams around the league where Thurman wouldn't finish number one on the all-time running back list. Eight straight years of over 1,000 yards rushing. That started in 89 and went all the way through 1996. 1,487 rushing yards in 1992, fourth all-time in team history. 1,407 in 1991 is sixth all-time in team history. 1,315 in 1993 is eighth all-time and his 1,297 in 1990 is 10th all-time in season history. In total, Thurman Thomas owns four of the top 10 single-season rushing performances in Buffalo Bills franchise history. Should also add, he finished in the top six in the NFL in rushing six different years. Of course, so what made Thurman Thomas even more special was his versatility. Thurman was excellent catching balls out of the backfield. He caught at least 48 passes uh, at least six different times, including a career best, 62 in 1991. That year, 1991, that saw him have his best uh, year of his career, 2038 total yards from scrimmage. Um, it's a stat that he led the league in every single year from 1989 to 1992. So for four straight years, Thurm led the entire NFL in total yards per scrimmage. Five straight Pro Bowls. He won a 1991 Player of the Year. Many different uh, ballots had on many different organizations, I should say, voted him 1991 NFL Player of the Year, including the Associated Press. He was a two-time first-team All-Pro, both in 1990 and in 1991. He's the all-time leader in Bill's rushing yards, 11,938 and rushing touchdowns, 65. And he's third in receptions, 456 and six in receiving yards, 4,341. He's a second ballot Hall of Famer who should have been a first ballot NFL Hall of Famer. Again, it is very, very difficult to not put Thurman Thomas number one on this list this guy is a special 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 football player want to throw an honorable mention by the way a couple guys and uh then we'll get to number one these guys didn't quite make the list but they deserve some recognition cj spiller uh antoine smith ray carlton and hell devin singletary he's he strung together a few good years and uh three good years and and who knows what the future holds for him but anyway those are some honorable mention guys Number one, and I know depending on what your view is of him, you know, as a human being that could skew what you would put him, but I got OJ Simpson number one, folks. Nine years with the Bills, 1969 to 1977, obviously controversial. At the end of the day, I decided for this list that I'm sticking purely to football and there has never been quite simply a better running back in Buffalo than OJ Simpson. Not a blowout, not a blowout, but I just, I can't give this to anyone else, but OJ. Uh, After three okay seasons to start his career behind some really, really bad Buffalo Bills teams, things just started going nuts in 1972. Uh, OJ Simpson will lead the entire NFL in rushing four of the next five seasons. Again, like I said, Thurman, all those gaudy rushing totals were good for somewhere around the top six in the NFL. OJ led the whole NFL in rushing four of five seasons. 1,251 yards in 1972, before that magical 1973 season, when OJ became the first running back in the history of the NFL to run for 2,000 yards in a season. And don't forget folks, he did that in 14 games, not 16 or 17. OJ ran for 2,003 yards in 14 games. Just absolutely remarkable. And if you thought that year might've been a fluke, guess what? It wasn't because he followed it up the next year with 1,817 yards two years later and 1,503 yards in 1976. All those were good for the NFL lead. Sandwich between that was only, and I wish I had video right now so I can show you my air quotes. He only had 1,125 yards in 1974. And by the way, OJ was no slouch catching the football either. He caught 27 or more passes four different times but obviously O.J. Simpson shine carrying the football. He was the 1972 and 1973 back-to-back NFL UPI MVP. He was a five-time first-team NFL All-Pro and a six-time Pro Bowler. He led the NFL in yards from scrimmage three times, just one less than Thurman. Uh, he has the three highest single rushing totals in the history of the Buffalo Bills. And his 16, by the way, don't I shouldn't just gloss past that. Number one, number two, and number three in the history of the Buffalo Bills, rushing totals for a season all belong to OJ Simpson. All right? His 16 rushing touchdowns in 1975 is also best in team history, as is his 4.8 yards per carry average. He's second in career rushing yardage by around 1,700 yards, despite having 726 fewer carries. I mean, I guess there's there's just not much more to say, man. He's a hall of famer on the field and on the field, he's the best running back this team has ever seen. And like him or not, and most of you don't, and probably for very good reason, OJ Simpson is one of the best running backs all time in the NFL, period. I mean, there's not really much uh, debate about that. All right, so there you go. Five through one, we went. Travis Henry, five. Joe Cribs, four. Cookie Gilchrist, three. Thurman Thomas, two. And OJ Simpson coming in at number one. All right, so we'll be back casual Friday with Joe Yurdin on Friday again. That's not related to these countdowns. That's our typical Friday episode. This will pick up again next Tuesday, July 5th. I'm gonna be doing wide receivers in the very next day, Wednesday. We're doing tight ends. The following week, Monday, the 11th, offensive line, which I said this on Monday, um, offensive tackle and interior line are two separate lists, but we're going to do them both on the same episode. Um, and then Tuesday the 12th, defensive ends. And the Thursday the 14th, defensive tackles. So we'll have three episodes that week. And then the final week before Bill's training camp starts, I'm having a podcast every single day that week. Monday the 18th, linebackers. Tuesday, the 19th, corners. Wednesday to 20th, safeties. Thursday to 21st, special teams. And Friday the 22nd, our normal, Casual Friday episode with my good buddy, Joe Yearnon. So tons of shows, tons of extra episodes over these next handful of weeks for sure. Thank you very much for listening. Again, follow me on Twitter, at Tweets. And like I said, at least when I'm doing these Bills Countdown series, I'm just hitting record and uh, recording them all. So there'll be a couple of mistakes, a couple of mispronunciations throughout. And I could go back and change them, but it's not really... Uh, the purpose. I, I, I just don't want, I don't want to do it. And uh, hopefully uh, you're cool with that. Follow me again on Twitter at Pat Moran Tweets. I'd love to hear your reaction from these. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. And uh, we'll be back. Brand new episode of Casual Friday. Talk about full podcast. My man, Joe Yurden. Talk to you guys soon.
3: The headlines remind us daily the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. But you know better